lot. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing is just um, prioritizing things. Um, I had to learn how to say no to a lot of things and a lot of people um, so that I don't get burnt out. And I had to really just understand myself and like when I needed rest. Um, but I think that for me, it's just like I plan things out. So sometimes I tend to try and do everything in one day. Um, so I had to switch that around and just prioritize. So, okay, today I'm going to get A, B, C, and D done. Um, and then next day I'm going to get, you know, these things done. And trying to, instead of trying to do everything each, um, every single day, um, just kind of just trying to manage my time. I think that's the biggest thing for me is just managing my time and having the kids on a very, uh, uh, not strict, but somewhat strict routine um, and schedule so that I can do things in between their nap time in between their playtime. So when they're playing, I'm working, um, you know, I'm working my business, I'm washing dishes, I'm doing laundry, I'm cooking. Um, there's never like a downtime. So like I try and like do that in between their schedule. Um, and then my husband, he works during the day. So when he gets off of work, that's kind of like my time to start doing other stuff that I didn't get done during the day. So we kind of like work hand in hand with that. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith-Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith-Austin, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. We are so excited you joined us once again. And let me say this. I am here with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. And hey, everybody. Welcome to the 52nd episode of the Made to Inspire podcast of 52 weeks in a row. We have a big show for you today to end the year with a bang. We are finishing up our six seeds of success, which were clarity courage, building a community, collaborating with that community, and making competition you. Bettering yourself every single day and only comparing you to you so that you could be a better version of yourself. And we're ending the six seasons of success with one of our favorite words, consistency. Consistency, 52 weeks of consistent content, social media, building it up. If we could do it, you could do it. We're going to get right into the show. Kimberly, what do we have for them today? Wow, Misty, we have an amazing show planned for you today. Listen, consistency is the key. And I know you've heard that over and over in your life. Today, we're going to close out this series with what I call the queen of consistency. We have the pleasure of bringing to the show today, Shai Statton. And this young lady is, in my opinion, the epitome of consistency. She is consistent in how she's built her business, how she's built her brand, and even how she built her family. So when you are ready to think about consistency, we want you to think about this amazing lady. It is my pleasure to welcome to our show today, Shai Statton. Welcome to the show, Shai. Thank you so much. Hi, ladies. Thank you for having me on here today. I am so excited you said yes. 
Shai and I have known each other for a few years and I have quietly and sometimes very loudly watched this young lady do what she does. And I am impressed, thoroughly impressed. So when you said yes, my heart just quivered a bit because you brought some of my dreams to life. I shared with you prior to us recording the show is that some of your work has been an inspiration for myself as I continue on my journey of entrepreneurship. Having been in this space over 20, almost 30 years, someone 30 years old has been an inspiration to me. And so today I want you to just start open the show. Tell us who you are. Tell us a little bit about what you do and we'll go from there. Okay, so um, my name is Shai Staten. Um, I am originally from the East Coast. I'm from Maryland. Um, and I moved to California probably about almost five years ago with my family. Um, and we definitely have grown since then. Um, I'm a mom of five. Um, I'm a wife of almost seven years. And um, I've been um, an entrepreneur for about five years now. I, I started once I had my daughter because um, I couldn't go back to work. So I've been in this space, uh, learning, growing. Um, I started my own makeup line, and then I also have authored five books as well. Wow. Wow. Did you hear that, audience? Mom of five, five books, makeup line, and only five years in business. There's something magical with the number five, Shay. And in fact, I want to say that I'm rocking your lipstick right now, a brand in my hands, on my lips as an honor and tribute to you. Let me say this. I get more compliments on this piece of product. Kissing Grace is her brand, you guys. And we're going to let her share a little bit about her story with you all. So five years ago, you made the decision to go back or not go back. You decided not to go back to the workforce, but instead build your own. Tell us a little bit about that journey when you just made that decision. Yes. So I actually, um, I was working for my uh, dream company. I was working for Mac Cosmetics and it's like one of the biggest uh, well-known makeup brands. And I was working there. I've been there for maybe about two years and found I was pregnant. Um, I was going to take, you know, my maternity leave and then go back. And um, after I had my daughter, I was looking at daycare prices and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I ended up uh, canceling that idea. Um, I put in my two weeks. And I ended up, um, I already had the idea. I was already playing around with the idea of starting my own line. And um, I think that was like my push because I was so scared. I didn't believe in myself. I was like, what if no one buys it? Like I just, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. So I was like pretty much just learning everything from scratch. Um, and my husband was the one that pushed me and he's like, do it. He's like, you're you're an awesome makeup artist you know what you're doing he was like people will buy it you know start small and then just build and grow from there and so I launched it and I sold out within the first couple of days and I never wow. looked back after that so my husband has been a like a, a huge inspiration as far as me just pushing me into just following my dreams and never giving up but I would say it was definitely one of the best decisions that I made not to go back um, and just build my own brand Wow. I have goosebumps right now. I don't know if you can see them, but I am chilled over my body. And, you know, I say this and I say this all the time. You do that to me. Something about your story is so amazing. And knowing that, you know, you being a, a follower of Christ and strong in your faith has been so, so amazing to me. Now, when I think about you saying I built my brand, I made the decision and I know it's a process. Makeup is not something you just decide, boom, I'm going to make. 
you said, not only did I make the decision, I learned it all on my own. And then I put it on the market and it sold out in two days. Wow. Tell us a little bit about that process. And when I say that process, what products that you roll out with, you know, what type of things that you have to purchase? Because there has to be some initial investment involved in doing the work that you did. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So I, um, it took me about a year to come up with the perfect formula. I had just been playing around with the idea. Originally, I wanted to um, go with a lab and have like, you know, the chemist create um, a formula and everything for me, but it was just super expensive. And um, at that time, I didn't have the funds to be able to do that. And so I was just researching, looking up a lot of like handmade um, products and um, I wanted something that was just natural that I would even like if my daughter got into my makeup, which she does all the time, that it wouldn't irritate her skin as well. So I played around with the idea. Um, I played around maybe for about a year before I came up with the right formula. And um, I just ordered all of my supplies, um, did tons and tons of research, and I tested it out on myself. Um, I gave it to friends and coworkers to test out. And um, then I just went from there. So um, yeah, it took, it took a little while. Um, when I first launched Kissing Grace, I came out with five lipstick colors. Um, and I started off with that. And then I branched out um, to doing um, lipsticks. I did lip glosses, uh, lip liners, and so on. So I started off small and then just built and grew from there. Was there a passion you're like as growing up? Did you love me? You said you you worked for Mac, so clearly before Mac, there must have been some sort of a passion about makeup and beauty and having that um, reflect inside out sort of thing. Did you always were you always into makeup? Honestly, no, I didn't get into it until I was in college, um, and I started just playing around with it. I wore like lip gloss every once in a while, but I was never really into it and. I don't know. It just started like sparking my interest. I have always been like artsy. So I like to like hmm. uh, paint and stuff. And um, I thought I was going to be a writer. Um, and well, you are I, five books later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, um, I used to write poetry. So I, I really wanted to just do like um, performances and just write books and everything. Um, and then I kind of just stumbled across makeup somehow. And it just turned into one of my biggest passions. And are you wearing your line right now? I am, yes. So where do you, the, um, what I've seen between the two of you, and when you watch this on the, if you're listening to this, watch it, but on the uh, the colors of it, they're very distinct but complementary. Was that something in your art you think kind of pulled out of you? Because when, sometimes when I see lipstick, I'm like, that's really porous red or ah, how, how sort of colors, right? Where it just doesn't really accent, but it seems like the colors you incorporate um accent the skin accent the the face and not just like bam this is makeup right and that was my goal and I think that for me working for different brands like I worked for Sephora I worked at a spa as one of their makeup artists there and for Matt um and I did a lot of freelance before I even started my own brand um I think that me working with a lot of different skin tones um it really helped me understand what colors look best. So I wanted, when I created my line, I wanted something that would look best on all skin tones. Um, so that, you know, you can, you don't just have to choose one color, but you can choose a different range of colors, so. I love this. So you have experience at Sephora, you have experience at MAC, you have experience putting on makeup. It's like your, 
the time before the company, you are investing in all this research without maybe at that time knowing it or not even knowing it, getting to yeah. kind of study and see where the gap was in this uh, huge, was it a trillion dollar market? I think I read somewhere that uh, makeup yeah. just made, um, remember we were just reading a Kimberly, what's her name's a billionaire because of makeup. Um, so it's such an amazing thing to still be able to get into a niche of makeup, but still be able to be successful in it. So I, I want our listeners to really understand that you could have been like, oh, there's already great makeup companies out there and everyone has makeup, but to really take the values of what you consider, like, what if my daughter gets into it? What if someone wants to buy more than one color and look good in it? So it's amazing that you still took uh, aspects of yourself into your, your brand and your company and look how successful that's been. Woo! Yeah. Very, very like powerful. <laughs> very, very powerful. I'm sorry, if I could just add one thing. So I think that for me, like when I created my brand, I didn't want to just create another makeup brand because like you said, there's it's, it's very competitive. There's so many different brands out there. But I think that one of the things that um, allowed me to stand apart from everyone else is the message. And I wanted to empower women to be beautiful on the inside and the outside. So I really wanted my face to uh, speak through my product as well. So I think that was one of the things that um, really like drew people to me is that it wasn't just about the makeup, but it was also about uh, loving yourself on the inside and being beautiful on the inside as well. So how do you do that? So a lot, all of my um, products, I would come out with like different um, collections. They're all um, faith-based. So like the different names of the lipsticks, they also have scripture that go along with them. Um, and then I also, um, like if you uh, go well, like go on the website, there's also kind of like a story behind each collection so you can understand why and like what the names represent Ooh, taking it back to god yes not oh, just putting yes. lipstick on <laughs> and you know and, and that's the thing that i love about learning more about what shy did looking at the fact that not only was she bringing out a makeup brand she did something further and i want to talk about how you extended your makeup into the authoring of books because i believe that's how the transition happened with your vision of not just makeup, but how do you see yourself from the inside out? Tell us a little bit about that transition and how you stepped into makeup or how you supplemented what you were doing in the makeup line into your writing. Yes. So actually, Kissing Grace started from my first book, Kiss the Makeup, um, and it was about teaching women how to apply makeup in the word of God. And then from that book, that's where the whole makeup line kind of um, birthed out. I wanted the makeup line to kind of like be a representation of the book. So in the book, like I go over like how to apply makeup. So I'm teaching you different makeup tricks and tips and everything. But I'm also teaching you how to apply the word of God. Um, and then the makeup line kind of like goes along with that. So they kind of like pair hand in hand together. So today it's about consistency. How the heck, H-E double sticks, do you do this while raising five, five children, having a marriage and writing and running your company? Um, <laughs> good question. <laughs> um, Grace, mercy. <laughs> it all full circles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, 
It's been a lot. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing is just um, prioritizing things. Um, I had to learn how to say no to a lot of things and a lot of people um, so that I don't get burnt out. And I had to really just understand myself and like when I needed rest. Um, but I think that for me, it's just like I plan things out. So sometimes I tend to try and do everything in one day. Um, so I had to switch that around and just prioritize. So, okay, today I'm going to get A, B, C, and D done. Um, and then next day I'm going to get, you know, these things done. And trying to, instead of trying to do everything each, um, every single day, um, just kind of just trying to manage my time. I think that's the biggest thing for me is just managing my time and having the kids on a very, uh, uh, not strict, but somewhat strict routine um, and schedule so that I can do things in between their nap time in between their playtime so when they're playing I'm working um you know I'm working my business I'm washing dishes I'm doing laundry I'm cooking um there's never like a downtime so like I try and like do that in between their schedule um and then my husband he works during the day so when he gets off of work that's kind of like my time to start doing other stuff that I didn't get done during the day so we kind of like work hand in hand with that that's good that's powerful and, you know, and that's one of the keys as a wife, as a mother, being able to manage your time. Right. And I won't even say manage your time, measure your time and use it in the ways that are best appropriate for you to see that success. You know, we know the clock is going to tick no matter what. The question is, how do we utilize the time that we have? And it sounds like you've mastered it. When I say mastered it, let me tell you, I've sat down with Shay on a couple of occasions said, tell me how you do this. I don't understand. I only have one child or three children, but they're older adults and I, I can't figure it out. And so when I look at what you do, Shay, it's just mind blowing. Now with your five books, tell us the timeline because I knew they, they came out relatively fast. Tell us how long between the first one to the, to the very last one that you just released. Um, the first one I wrote, um, 2014. Um, and then my second one I released in 2015. Um, and then the third one, third and fourth one I released, I believe it was 2019. And then the last one I just released, um, this month actually. Wow. It sounds like every two years you're releasing a book and wow, wow, wow. And, and that to me is epic. I want to use the word epic when you think about the work, the time. And Misty, let me give you a bonus. Shay designs these books herself, herself. And I don't know about this last one, but when I went back and I said, hey, shy, I keep saying Shay, shy. Listen, tell me how you did this. She goes, I designed it. I put this together. She is utilizing Canva.com, one of our favorite resources and tools to build amazing books. And what I love is that your books aren't just books for people to read. There's practical hands-on application. Tell us why you decided to go that route. Um, that's kind of like what my whole uh, brand is about is like teaching women how to not just, um, you know, like, know the word of God, but also to be able to apply it. And then I wanted to incorporate makeup in that as well. So when it comes to me, like reading the Bible, I feel like I can do that, but it's actually the applying aspect that I always need like help with. So how do I take what I just learned and how do I apply that? So I wanted to really um, create 
product um, and book that when you use it, you're not just, okay, you're reading it this one time and then it's like, I'm setting it down, but I'm actually using these things to be able to use in my everyday life um, and so apply it so that I'm actually um, allowing myself to have a transformation in my life. So I wanted to really just create something that you're able to use um, for the rest of your life, pretty much. Wow. Let me just say this. That's perfect because not only are you the epitome of consistency, your products, your brand teaches others how to be consistent in their lives, how to consistently read their word, how to consistently show up and become that next version of the person their heart desires. That is so powerful. Wow. 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 Misty, and I know you had some very specific questions for Shy. Tell us, what are you thinking when it comes to consistency? So I love your don't just read the word, but be the word. And one of my favorite memes uh, says, uh, thanks for the Bible quote, but it'd be more helpful if you act, act, act it instead of just uh, social mediaing it. Because, you know, like a lot of people like to social media, Bible quotes yeah. or different scriptures, but then you meet them in person and you're like, geez, Louise, like that's not... <laughs> You don't fall up like your uh, your quotes there. So having a business, having the five kids, how do you fit in and stay consistent in your word and 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 getting to read the scriptures and and taking that um, time for yourself to be with God? Do you have um, scheduled that too, or is that something that you just try to whenever you can really connect? So for me, I used to be very like okay, like I'm gonna set this time aside and I was like very strict I would always have like you know spend my couple before kids I would spend like a couple hours each day um and then after kids like I was still trying to and I was getting frustrated because I'm like I'm getting interrupted every two seconds and I can't like I'm reading the same verse a hundred times I don't even know what I read so for me it looks different each day so some days I will try and get up before my kids, which is sometimes hard because my boys, they wake up between like 5.30 and 6.30 sometimes. So I'm I'm not a morning person at all. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'll try and get up before them to have that time. Or what I've just been learning to do is just do it with them. So like if they're watching cartoons, I will just sit, you know, sit in uh, next to them and I'll just do my devotional. And I learned like sometimes like they'll actually like, what are you doing? Like they want to read it too. They want to know what I'm doing. So I kind of like involve them in what I'm doing. So it looks different each day. Sometimes I set aside time um, just for me by myself. And then sometimes they do it with me. So it's, it's however the day goes that day. So I love that. Um, we have a saying that says, if it's important to you, you'll make time. Not right. well, exactly. find time, but you just make time. I know as each child comes, the, the structure of the family and the priorities probably tend to change. What are the ages of these five, five children, if we may know? Um, my daughter, Eden, she's six. Um, Damari is four. Kanan is three. Kelvin is one. And Danielle is five months. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the five kids are all under six. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's awesome you're helping my coaching because i'm not going to have any uh, my uh clients are going to have any excuses <laughs> that's right now shy i know that you just released a new book again on the terms of consistency you said just this month you just released it tell us tell our audience a little bit about that book 
We want to know about it. What's the name of it? And, and what's the premise of the book? Yes. So it's called Girl, Read Your Bible. Um, I've actually been wanting to write or create this for a while now. Um, And the last like few months, I'm like, I'm going to get this done. Um, But it is a Bible study journal that helps women to be able to um, read and study their Bible one chapter at a time. So I went, I was looking for something like this for my own personal time to be able to like have my notes and just keep everything together. I wanted something that I would be able to actually uh, learn the story of scripture. So from Genesis to Revelation, I wanted something to teach me about the different genres of the Bible, about different translations, um, to be able to pretty much just walk me through the Bible before I actually dove into it to know like what I'm getting into. Because I feel like uh, for a lot of people, it's hard for them to know like where to start reading their Bible. They want to, but they don't know anything about it. So Girl, Read Your Bible, um, the first section, it pretty much goes over the story of scripture. So it's teaching you about different genres of the Bible. It's teaching about different translations, um, good places to start at. So whether you're a beginner or you've been reading your Bible for, you know, for years, um, good places to start at. It's teaching you um, what else does it go through? It has a Bible uh, reading tracker so that each time you finish a chapter in the Bible, you can mark it off um, and just be able to uh, track your progress. Um, it has a uh, scripture walls in there, scripture index. Um, and then it, you're able, it has, um, Bible study tips in there as well and how to apply God's word. Um, and then it just goes, uh, you can track your, um, Bible study. So from Genesis to Revelation, you can write your notes in there for each chapter of the Bible has lots of space, um, for you to write like the summary of each book, um, the date, the author. So all that stuff in there. Um, and it's just like a keepsake. So you can, However long it takes you, whether it takes you a year, two years to get through the Bible, you'll be able to have all of your notes in one place and, um, you know, maybe pass it on to your kids um, when they get older. So I'm excited for this. I love that. I'm excited, too, because I love getting in the word. And when you talk about all the resources that you have available, this is amazing. Wow. We're all getting ready for this. Girl, read your Bible. This is ideal for anyone, even if you're a guy. I think it still could work for you. Uh, But I would say refer it to your wife or niece or daughters. But guys, check it out too. Girl, read your Bible by Shai Statton. Excellent resource. Now, as we prepare to wrap it up a little bit, I know we talked a lot about consistency and what you're doing in your day-to-day world, especially around your kids and building your business and your brand. I want to ask the question, you know, one of the things we like to do and give our listeners as we close out our shows, action items, tips to help them be more effective as business owners, but also things that can help them earn some more money in their business. So I'd like for you to share with us maybe three tips, but if you only have one that works as well, three tips that you can give our listeners that will help them be more effective in their world and earn money as it relates to consistency. Maybe some of your secret sauce, that formula that you've used to help you on your journey. Um, number one, I would say rest, even though I know we live in like this hustle culture, um, you know, like you'll sleep when you die. Rest is so important. And I feel like for me, if I would have rested more, I would have been better able to approach things in my business and my family, just in life in general. So knowing your body and knowing when to rest. Sometimes you need to rest over work. 
and you need to, you know, know that that difference when it's okay to rest and not overdo it um, because it can do more harm than good. Um, second thing I would say is do what you can on your own. Um, I am a DIY person all the way. So like I like to try everything on my own first before I um, venture out and get help. Um, there's so many different resources that you can use, especially like you were saying, like Canva. Um, there's so many templates and everything that you can use to be able to create things. And a lot of times I would um, pay people to do things that I could just do on my own. Um, and especially when you're starting out in business, you want to try to um, save as much money as you can if you don't have that to really dish out or dish out on things that you know that are not your strength. Um, like if you need help with website design, do that and then maybe design something else on your own. So just knowing when you need to ask for help and get help and then knowing, you know, when you can do it on your own. Um, and then um, number three, I would say, um, I think the biggest thing is uh, just giving yourself grace. I think that's one thing for me. Um, I'm very hard on myself when it comes to things and I'm like a perfectionist. So give yourself grace in your business. Um, I've failed many, many, many times in my business and I'm still failing. Um, and I think that's all part of the process. Don't be afraid to fail um, doing different things and um, don't, don't quit. Just try again, try a different method um, and just do what works for you. Don't, you know, try and do what everyone else is doing. Do what works for you. So you know, if you like to wake up early, then do that. Um, but yeah, so those are probably be my, my three things. Wow. I got to tell you, I have goosebumps again. Shy. Let me tell you why. Because you mentioned something really important. The culture is a hustle mentality. And when a person were to look at you and see all that you've accomplished, they assume that all you do is work, work, work. But the number one tip you said was rest. And the last thing you said is extend yourself grace. Wow. Entrepreneurs, business owners, emerging leaders, did you hear that? And we want you to really not only hear it, but implement these things into your life. If you can do some things on your own, take the time to do it. Now, we know everything may not be beneficial, but I'll tell you, you can do these things. I'm blown away. Rest. A woman with five kids, five books, and a makeup line starts with rest. Take note of that. Misty, what are your thoughts on that? I did. I wrote them all down. <laughs> <laughs> and they will definitely be in our notes. Uh, one of the things about consistency, and it sounds funny, but consistently fail. You learn from your failures and you can't have success without failures. I think it's people's uh, connection to failure. If they uh, internalize it or if they think it's about them, that causes the strife and more of the stress. But if you're well-rested, if you're hydrated and eating good and exercising and have your rest, you're gonna show up better version of yourself with five kids, with uh, five years in business. But having that, I know myself. And I think Craig, you've said that over and over again is know yourself, be yourself, do what works for you. And I love this too, is don't be, don't be hard on yourself. Give yourself grace. Uh, sometimes when you're an overachiever, you set stuff up and it doesn't work out, especially if you have five beings doing their own thing. And I'm sure with their uh, 
five kids. That's a lot of different emotions. That's a lot of different common colds that just pop up. That's a lot of different, um, Kimberly over here is driving everywhere around town. Your kids are just hitting that. So I look as you shift and shape when you all five of these kids are in the different things and you're, you're driving around town, I'm confident you're still going to be able to be flexible and do the things that work now and implement in them even while you're, which is funny because you're in your car right now, even while you're in your car, I know a lot of moms that do a lot of business in their vans while they're out in parking lots waiting for their kids to get out. Our main thing here is you can have it all. You can have an amazing family, a beautiful marriage, and still kick ass at work and or in your career and or in your business. And Chai, we love that you are implementing how to do it all. And most of all, how to do it all at a foundation of Christ. So, oh my gosh, I am blown away. I cannot wait to implement some of these things that you were able to teach us today. And uh, for someone who's read the Bible a few times, and have eight different notebooks. It's really going to be nice to get your book and have everything in one place. Because sometimes when I take notes over something, I remember that I took the note, but I forget where it is. So I'm diving through this. I won't even show you on screen. There's like 22 notebooks and it keeps continuing to grow because of all the notes I take. So to have one dedicated, that's also guiding me. I cannot wait to give you a review and tell you how it worked for me. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, Shai, we thank you so much for being here with us on the show. We want to ask one last question. Where can our audience find you? Yes. So I'm on Instagram um, at kissing underscore grace. Um, And then you can also find me on Facebook as well as kissing grace. Um, And there you can find out, find out about me, um, all my links and everything are on, on my page. Is your book on Amazon or is it, and get it from your page? Uh, both. Okay. Awesome. And I saw you have a nice YouTube channel. I tell you, I love it. And I want to close with just a comment. You inspired me years ago when we first met and after interviewing you today and having you on the show, you just took my heart to the next level. You inspire me even more to be a better entrepreneur than I've been over 20 years to spend more time resting and really giving myself the grace that I know we all deserve. Shai, again, thank you for being on the show. We so appreciate you. And like we say every week on the show, there's something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.